0: and he's getting worse every blessed day. Can't think when or where he earns the money. Never heard of an odd job man with so much of the ready. Maybe he buys nothing but whiskey. The speaker pulled himself up. But you was ringing, gentlemen. We was, Mr Flett. Mixworth included the three tankards in a graceful wave. Same again, if you please. As Mr Flett proceeded to collect the tankards, Butters, as one waking up, laid a hand on his, muttering, ''No more for me. Must be getting home.'' ''Tup, Mr. Butters,'' said Migsworth, ''you need another. We all need another after what we've gone through this day. Take his tankard, Mr. Flett. And mind you, Mr. Flett, I don't wonder at Breen going it hard after all he's gone through, losing his only friend, both shiftless chaps, still.'' True, true, Mr. Migsworth. only I prefer to see a man drowning his sorrows in moderation, said the landlord, and went out with the tankards. Migsworth laid down his pipe and gave a heavy sigh. Oh, what a day, longest and strangest I've ever known. But not, said Smith, with a sagacious wag of his head, not so long as last night must have been to Jacob Forge. A groan came from Butters. Last night. Oh, my soul. The others glanced at him. Aye, Butters, said Smith kindly. It must have been bad for you, too, you having been on the jury. Always wondered why you didn't get out of that job. I believe you could, but then maybe you couldn't. Well, well. With an attempt at cheerfulness, and here's the three of us sitting round this table for close on three hours. "'chatting about most everything but the thing we're thinking on. "'Well, as two single men and a widower without offspring,' "'observed Migsworth. "'It not be natural to sit alone in our houses, "'dumb and thinking a Jacob Forge, our neighbour that was. "'I, for one, couldn't do it.' "'Oh, oh!' cried Smith in a sudden burst of emotion. "'To think that at eight o'clock of this blessed, "'I mean, cursed morning!' Jacob Forge was hanged by, by the neck, until he... Butters made a fluttering gesture of what might have been protest, and Migsworth said, Hush, Mr Smith, no need for to go into the painful details. Forge has paid the penalty of his crime, having been found guilty by a jury of good men and true, including our worthy neighbour here, William Butters, who, Butters sat up, and must be getting home, "'Tis on my mind that I left the keys of my safe on the counter "'and didn't lock up anything proper. "'Was too upset.' "'He made to rise, but Migsworth interposed. "'Don't you worry, Mr Butters. "'Your safe's all right. "'And as for Jacob Forge, his awful end was no fault of yours. "'He had a fair trial and full justice. "'We can pity him, though none of us ever liked him. "'Not that I'd ever have dreamed of him being a murd.' Butters threw out a shaking hand. Don't be saying the word. It is too dreadful. Jacob was a strange man, and yet his hand fell. Still, we got to remember that the jury gave him guilty because of the evidence. That's it, cried Smith, because of the evidence. And yet this morning, when I see the black flag going up, they did hoist it slow. I says to myself, was you there? "'Migsworth exclaimed. "'I walked every step of them long eight miles. "'I saw you, Mr. Migsworth, all muffled up. "'It was a bitter morning, though. I was muffled up myself. "'And you, Mr. Butters, I thought I saw you, too.' "'The shaggy head of Butters went lower. "'I went to pray,' he whispered, "'to pray that the black flag might not go up. "'Oh, my soul!' Now, that was a strange thing to do, said Migsworth. And just then the landlord entered with the tankards. We're talking of the melancholy episode of this morning, Mr. Flett. Ah, yes, yes. Very shocking, to be sure. Very shocking, Mr. Flett replied, picking up the coins put down by Migsworth. Thank you, sir. I understood from his remarks that Mr. Breen had been there likewise. "What him? ejaculated Smith. Well, Mixworth said, Oh, how could he? His only friend being.